0: Lean in with Lisa, put her to the test. Lean in with Lisa, so get off your chest. It's more than just a trend, cause everyone's her friend. So lean in with Lisa, spend your time with Lisa. Lisa's got something to say. So reach out to Lisa every day.
1: Hey everybody, I'm back with my guest, Barry Pearl. He played duty in the movie Grease, and it's going to be a really fun show. So tune in. So reach out to Lisa every day. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, my God. I'm so glad
2: you're here. Did you just come from the Burger Palace or the uh, Frosty Palace or whatever we're calling it today?
1: I came, I just had my uh, milkshake. But you know what? I have to tell you, my. my hair is not what it's it, it it's too pink. i think you look oh, like an easter egg you know i did this for you yeah i did i did this for you uh-huh. and because i tried to get i actually tried to get dede khan on the show but she was uh, busy yeah she's very busy shooting a, a
2: series now i could break into the song if you'd like me to at this moment
1: well i i what do you think
2: your story's sad to tell, a teenage ne'er do well. Frankie Avalon sings this better, can't you hear? Though your future is in my hands, I could put it back in your glands, because that's the word that rhymes the best for us. That, 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 Thank you? Thank you. I was going to ask gorgeous. you to
1: sing those magic changes, but that's okay.
2: Oh, c c c c a a a minor. You know that, of course. I didn't
1: sing it minor. g g g g seven. Did you um, not sing that?
2: No, not in the movie because because I'm really not duty in the movie. I'm Sonny in the movie. Duty is putsy, and and Sonny is
1: Roger. You know, you're right. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Trust me, I am. I've done both the play and the and the film, so I know you they've mixed it all up.
1: Wait, was Michael Tucci Duty?
2: Michael Tucci played Sonny in the movie, but he was really doing Roger. Kelly Ward played Putsy in the movie. He's really doing Duty, and I playing Duty is really doing Sonny.
1: I'm very confused. Who's on first? I, I don't know.
2: <laughs> Third base. Uh yeah, no so they it's it is really simple. The, the the character that I played in the play was Sonny. Right. But I embodied that character as Duty in the film. Oh. Oh in the play, oh oh. Duty was the underling. Duty was the wide-eyed full of wonder. In fact, John Travolta played th- that role
1: on stage. Of Duty
2: on stage. Yes,
1: I do and, remember and, that. And
2: and Putsy, because they liked the name Putsy, he embodies the character of Duty in the film. So. <clears throat> There you have it.
1: You know, I just, I think we all found out something that we didn't know about. I mean, none of us knew this.
2: So, so, well, some, but many do, because I've, I've been talking about it for years. Oh, you're, maybe it, your you
1: fan know. base, your fan base, I'm sure they all maybe. know. But yeah, people four who are, <laughs> 400,000, 400,000. 400, maybe, I don't,
2: I don't know. who's counting?
1: So do you, do, you, do you talk to anybody anymore? Mm.
2: Yeah, oh, we all talk together.
1: Who are you talking fact, to
2: these days? I just talked to Didi. I talked to Didi about two weeks ago, maybe a little longer. I am I I was di- I am directing, have directed, because the piece is up now, a production of 13. They're yes, we were going to talk about that. Yeah. And uh, uh, Didi called... One day while we were at rehearsal and I had her say hello to the cast. I've done Aww. that with her a couple of times. Oh, they just went nuts.
1: She's the best. Yeah. Didi Dee Dee is she's one terrific. of the greatest. She and I were working together on, on a preschool show oh. about a child with with autism. And yeah. uh, Didi Dee Dee has an autistic yeah. child. Yo, I
2: know full well. Daniel. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Daniel. and, 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 and um,
2: Yeah, she's great. She's I mean, a joy. What was the piece that you worked on with her?
1: It was a preschool uh, television show. God, it was, I'm going back now about 15 years.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah, it was
1: about 15 years ago, but we worked together a little bit on it. And uh, she, uh, you know, we, I just love her. I just love yeah, she's her. She's terrific. The best. One, one of the nicest, one of the nicest oh, in the business. Indeed.
2: And she's doing a, a series. I don't remember the name of the series now because uh, she and I were supposed to do. Um, Breaking up is hard to do, to get the Neil Sedaka musical down in, oh, at the Wyck Theatre, but she she got busy with this this pilot that they did and now it went to series. That's wonderful. And, um, and we were also supposed to have gone to the United Kingdom together with Dinah Manoff, who went, and Jamie Dinah Donnelly, Man-a, who went, Freddy. and Michael Tucci. Yep, Michael Tucci, who went, and Kelly Ward, who went, and Randall Kleiser. So it was the it was two pink ladies, three t birds, and our director and our. Uh, uh, significant others although Cindy didn't go with me to Liverpool she couldn't because of work but um and Michael Tucci's da- daughter was there and Kelly Ward's uh, uh, uh wife Annette it was a grand time so How we're fun. all in touch. We, How we, fun Have yeah, fun yeah we're always in touch with each other we're still a big wonderful family
1: well i was at the 30th um reunion when they had the they showed it on the big screen in Santa Monica yeah and i got to sit next to Jeff Conaway. yeah and I was with my daughter, Sarah, and she was so enthralled by meeting, you know, sitting next to Jeff, Kanicki. Sure. come on, sure. who was and he was also a, such a great guy. May he rest Russ. in peace. Yeah. And Olivia. Yeah. yeah. A, a real Very heartbreak. Special human yeah. being. Truly Sorry. a heartbreak. Sorry for uh, your loss.
2: Thank you. I mean, you know, it is our loss. It is my loss on a personal level. It's more of a loss, certainly, uh, of uh, her family, uh, Chloe and John. uh, uh, Her husband, John Easterling. Um, But, you know, we can take some of that heartbreak, too, because she was so lovely to us, always. And we got to spend a weekend together, uh, I guess it was two years ago now, in Florida, Uh, Travolta and Olivia and, again, Michael. Kelly and myself, Joel Thurm, the casting director, and Randall Kleiser were brought down to uh, Florida to do these meet and grease uh, <laughs> That's events. good. And we they so they would have about 150 to 200 people uh, come and meet us. They paid to do this, to take photographs and say hello to mm-hmm. us, and then they would go out into the crowd of 6,000 because we played these huge amphitheaters. And I would from backstage in a disguised voice, introduce Randall Kleinser, the director of Paramount's iconic hit film, Grease. And they would go crazy. And then he would introduce the three of us. And then if there was a roof on the place, it, it would have been blown up. And we then introduce um, the film that they were going to see, the sing-along. Have you ever seen the sing-along? Version yes. Of it?
1: Yes. So, the best. Yeah. So, anyone, uh, do you do, are they, are they going to do another one?
2: Oh, well. We were in the process of like doing like a world tour, but then pandemic hit and it all right. went south. But went there in shit. Florida, yeah. In Florida, we did West Palm, Tampa, and Jacksonville. And uh, we hand out these little bags that have a comb, they have bubbles, they have a little pom-pom. And during the film, when those when the pom the cheerleader would come out, they'd throw the pom-pom around and bubbles during beauty school dropout. And right. So we would we would instruct the audience at that point, you know, what to do. And then at the end of the film, when the car flies off, John and Olivia, the three of us and Randall, under this huge LED uh, screen, they can make it any size because they're these panels, they're lights. It's not a rear projection or a front projection. It's like our televisions. It's spectacular sure. resolution. So from underneath the screen, out on a pallet, comes John and Olivia and the three of us and Randall. Because oh. my earbud here. How oh, cool and we get slid out the audience goes crazy. We did a QA uh after that, and that was the event. And we would have gone on to do more of them, but again, pandemic, and of course, then then Olivia's health began to to fail. So oh, now whether we do it in the future, I don't know. There are sing alongs that will be done. Didi usually comes out to host the one at the Hollywood Bowl. Well, that's the one or I one went she,
1: to. That's yeah. the one you went to. Yeah. That's the one mm-hmm. I went to at the Hollywood yeah.
2: Bowl. Yeah. And that's and when that's, I saw, and
1: then I saw Didi Dee Dee when she came out and yeah, and uh, I saw Didi Dee Dee at the thirtieth anniversary. I so you know, yeah. I get to see her once every in a blue moon, you know,
2: yeah, she's yeah, on the yeah. East Coast, yes, of course, yeah, of course. but she's a delight. and like I say, we're always in touch with each other
1: so you you worked on this iconic film, Barry. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would put that up there with The Wizard of Oz with Mary Poppins with Sound One of Music.
2: Probably- One pal probably could, yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: without a doubt. What was it It, like when you got the phone call? Well, gosh,
2: you know, it didn't happen in a phone call. It happened right then and there. Oh, really? Yeah, well, first of all, we were told, those of us that had done the play, that we didn't have a shot at this. And then Alan Carr just defied everybody and wanted to get the best for the gig. So we all auditioned. Joel Thurm had us come in to audition. And there were, I believe there were probably two or three auditions. There was the initial call and maybe one or two callbacks. And at the last callback, they had kept Michael and Kelly and myself. I think Johnny may have been there and and Jeff was there. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And they said, you guys go over to the piano. And it was in the corner of the room and we just went up there and hung out. And they were talking amongst themselves. And the next thing you know, Alan Carr came up to the piano and said, you're the T-birds, so you know wow. our life is our lives changed, changed in that instant. Yeah, in that,
1: in that instant, it was great. And yeah. then you, and then you played my boyfriend.
2: Yes, I played your boyfriend <laughs> in Pe- Pepper Street. Was it Pepper Street? Is that
1: what you did? Uh, we played my boyfriend in Pepper Street. Yes, yes. That's, we, that's right. We sang putty Cat together. Putty
2: Cat, you're. Puddy
1: cat, me. meow meow. Okay, I won't go into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um. Wasn't that fun, Barry?
2: Yeah, it was fun. That was a great time.
1: It was Such a wild a good time. time. We had some great, yeah. great uh, moments with with yeah. our family, our Pepper Street family.
2: Yeah, Gene and Tony Buer. Gene and Tony, Bueh, Gene the and, rest, Tony and yeah. may the
1: rest may the rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. A lot. Of, we lost a few people. Steven, yeah. Steven yeah. And, uh,
2: Fish, Eric, Stephen. Stephen and Stephen Fisher, right? Stephen Is that Fisher and Eric. Yeah.
1: Eric. Uh, uh,
2: Marge. No,
1: no, no, thank God. Eric Johansson, you're right. Eric Johansson, yeah. And um, Richard Hatch, oh my God. Yeah. Our friend Richard. who Way too young. We were supposed to have lunch together and three weeks later I get a phone call.
2: Yeah.
1: It was like. (laughs) The
2: last time I saw Richard was at Gene and Tony's house (laughs) for one of their (laughs) Christmas events. Oh, the Christmas. Yes, and so, so. He got on my case for having, because I sliced the turkey, right? Right. And he came up to me, where's the skin? You, did you eat all the turkey skin? Ah! No. Kenny ate the turkey skin.
1: Ah! <laughs> Kenny ate it. Wait, he trusted me for the turkey ah! for not putting turkey skin on. You know, <laughs> hey, I, can, I can see him saying that. <laughs> yes. I can see him saying that because I had lunch with Richard so many times. We used to meet at Aroma Cafe. That was our little place. And yeah. he would, it was so particular about everything he ate, every That's little thing he was really I could totally hear it at the long, oh, big yeah. table in the dining room with all this all the food <laughs> everywhere yeah. yes, yes. And then That's I remember funny. him when he was at Jean's oh God, Jean's tribute when Richard oh. got up on the stage and every I love Richard Richard was the heart of gold, but everyone was looking at their watches. do you remember? I was not there. I was oh, not oh there you were there. Gene. He went all. Oh, oh. oh, but he went on and on and on and on oh. you know richard that's richard and so okay. he loved to you know the effusive well he was evolve. a motivation but you know he was a motivational speaker he used to I go on
3: that
1: he used to he and i did an event together mm-hmm. we did a we did a um an event and he uh worked on cruise ships he would travel around motivation oh. speaking and Kind of like a Tony Robbins uh, in a way. Yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. But he was a good guy. He was a good guy. So I think, uh, of because you played a lot of roles. You played a lot of roles. In different projects, you mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> a lot of roles.
1: Well, maybe at, at your in your house.
2: Yeah. <laughs> was it a Kaiser role? Was it a seated? I a lot of those I've had, mm-hmm. many. But, it, yes, it I've was, done a lot it was, of stuff.
1: It, it You've done a lot of things, yeah. But what of all the roles you've played? What is your like ultimate favorite? Mm -hmm. Would you say?
2: Well, when I was a kid, there were two, and that was the artful dodger in Oliver, and the role of Nick in A Thousand Clowns. Those are the two when I was a kid, and I'm about to do
1: one again. Kid.
2: Yeah, I was, you know, in my early teens. But I started when I was 11. How old
1: were you? How old?
2: 11. T- when I did Bye Bye Birdie. On you Broadway, were 11. I when you really. Yeah. I, did... the, yeah. I played uh, Randolph McAfee. I replaced Johnny Borden, the original Randolph McAfee, who had gone off to do Milk and Honey with Molly pecan And that was the role. I, I literally moved overnight from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, to New York to audition and then ultimately get the gig. So I they packed me up and. Moved into the Belvedere Hotel, oh and my. went out on the road. Came back, and when we came back that summer, Kay Cole and her mother B—may she rest in peace—and my mother and myself rented an apartment. And then I went out on the road pre-Broadway with Oliver, and then the original Broadway cast of Oliver. I was uh, twelve and thirteen in that, and um, you know, and the rest is history. But the 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 roles as an adult. I'm about to. I'm actually learning lines now for the for one that I really love playing, and I've again I've done it twice before. I'm about to play um, uh, Saunders in "Lend Me a Tenor," which will be done at the oh. International City Theater down in Long Beach. Uh, we have to come October.
1: see you. We'll, we're oh, definitely please. coming to see you. Oh, it's a
2: great fun. Oh at my least God. Piece like and Ludwig. Yeah.
1: Well we'll yeah. I'll bring a whole group of people. Please. To, we'll and I'll let we're gonna put it on the website too. We'll put great. it on, we'll post it when we post the uh, podcast. Definitely. Okay. Tell me, I know I know, I tried to get to 13. Unfortunately, yeah. I may get there this weekend. I'm oh, hoping great. to get there for the last. Can you tell some people like where it's going, where it's yeah. being uh
2: in fact, put if on. you if you do this and put okay. your... Put your camera um, up to that right there. Right, so they can get tickets there.
1: So I could put my do phone. That? So if I could put my phone, okay, I'm going to do that right now. Let's try that. Hold Here on one go. second.
2: Let me, Let me just hold it this way. Okay. Hold on. I'll oh, let me straighten it out. So oh, it's
1: working. Wait, it's working. Yes, thunder, thunder ticks.
2: Yes, that's it. Okay. Yeah, good thunder ticks. So got you got it. it. I got it. And and so it's 13. The musical. There. Yes. So you can, yeah, there you go. See. Boom. So I've uh, directed that. This is my third production uh, directing that particular production and uh, a show, rather. And uh, it's it's a story about a young man named Evan Goldman, who lives in Manhattan and is in the process of putting his bar mitzvah together, the uh, the party, oh my the God, I, party. I can't
1: imagine because I well I can't imagine. I just threw my daughter her bat mitzvah back in January, uh, so I can. Uh, you know I can picture it. Go ahead. You know, yes. So he's about to uh,
2: to ha- he's inviting all of his friends, or he's invited all of his friends to see the uh, to come to bar mitzvah, and then in a moment, his life changes. His parents have split up, so he moves instantly to Appleton, Indiana into the middle of nowhere. And now he has to ingratiate himself to a whole new group of crazy kids and misfits in order to have his bar mitzvah. And the comedy and the drama and the craziness and the loveliness and the deliciousness ensues.
1: That must be, was that a movie?
2: Uh, As a matter of fact, oh, there's a cat. Hello, my cat. You're a cat person like me oh my oh, gosh bring yes. your it's, cat up i want to see your my let's cats I, are up. let's see if you can i, I can get her
1: come here, oreo, are oreo you? and princess come are upstairs here. my i have two Oreo cats. and princess come here ling but i also so have a, cat. i also have a dog and they don't get along so the cats are upstairs ah. the dogs downstairs where's your she's oh a,
2: wait yeah she's hawking me she's a tortie she's she's got tortoise shell coloring oh beautiful yeah, she's a doll
1: so um aren't yeah. cats smart oh very much so people say they're not they're
2: because the they're so aloof they're independent they're, they're
1: independent.
2: right they're not like they're they're not as needy as dogs although well, this one she's all over you now my
1: cats are all over me yeah they lick now, me they lick my yeah. arm at night
2: yeah I love that I love that love, you love I love it. It. a little
1: rough tongue huh oh. yes oh. right
2: along here oh yeah oh, I it's wish like... my
1: husband's tongue felt like that <laughs> it's
2: <sighs> tantamount to quizzling you know what oh, quizzling what? is you know when you tickle somebody's back Yes. That's called quizzling. Ooh. That's like what it is when the cat does it. It's,
1: it's like, oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's very relaxing. Very... She she is really more my, my wife's cat these days because my wife is here more often than I am, and she feeds her all the time. Mm-hmm. So now I'm hoping because Ling, when I'm lying in the, in the on the recliner and I have a blanket on me, which of course these days we haven't been using blankets. Thank you, climate change.
1: hundred and ten degrees.
2: Oh, yeah. So as it gets colder and I lie there with the blanket, hopefully she'll come onto the blanket and then she hugs here and she needs.
1: Oh, what an angel. How
2: do we get onto that? We are talking about. We were uh, talking about. Putty uh, cat? Oh, oh, so no, it's no, <laughs> 13. So, 13. So, so anyhow, he's got to ingratiate himself to all these kids. And Jason Robert Brown and Dan, who wrote the music, Dan Ellish and Robert Horn wrote the book. It's really a terrific piece. It's not only for kids. It's a story for adults as well. Uh, and, and that's one of the reasons why it didn't fare so well on Broadway is because people thought, oh, it's a kids' show. Right. Not at all. Not at all. It's, I mean, it's for teens, but it's very much for adults as well.
1: All right. So yeah. anybody who wants to see 13 come. One you more know, weekend. One more weekend. Are there tickets available if they yes, want to go uh, on six.
2: Yes. Okay. Yes. So. and it's at the Simi Valley Cultural Arts Center. And also their email address is Simi Valley Cultural Art Center dot thunderticks.com. That's what's on here. Uh yeah. And uh, the the it's at the Simi Valley Cultural Arts Center, which is at 3050 East Los Angeles Avenue in Simi Valley, California, nine three zero six five. Telephone number is eight oh five. 5837905. There it Agreed. is again for you.
1: Perfect. Boom, boom, boom. Perfect. And yeah. anybody could just hold their camera. Yeah. So, yeah. so you was it fun working with the kids?
2: Oh, always. I mean, they teach you so much. And you know, being yes. a kid actor myself, the celling and the pride oh, that I, I feel you know shaping them and helping them and then sitting back and watching the pictures that we've all created and by the way when i say we've all created i'm talking about my spectacular choreograph choreographer uh michelle elkin and lloyd cooper who's my musical director they are just brilliant at what they do and so come and see Oh wow it sounds
1: like an amazing show and we definitely i i gotta get there this weekend please um do you like directing more than acting
2: or do you like? I like working. That's what I like doing. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, they're different mediums.
2: When I direct, I'm painting the pictures and putting it all together and sitting back and, 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 and taking a lot of notes. Cause this one didn't come in right. And that light didn't come on and you know, doing all that crazy anal retentive stuff. Uh, and it's great to, you know, to put it all together, to put the, the puzzle pieces together, as wonderful as it is being one of those puzzle pieces. Uh, I, I just enjoy the arts in general and and working in all the mediums, television, film and stage radio, you know, the whole nine yards. I just love working.
1: I love that. I love that. It's, you're an actor's actor. You're a true actor's actor. Thank you. And you were working with John's John. I'm saying John. Well, JT. No. Uh, Well, we could, that could be John or Joey, right? That's that's right. Exactly. Do they call Joey, do they call Joey Travolta JT? Because they call John JT.
2: JT. It's Joey. We call him Joey. Joey.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, John, I know you're working with Joey, his brother. Yes. An inclusion film company. Uh, That is, I'm very um, intrigued by that because it's a very, what you're doing is extremely special. Yeah. Can you tell us about it? Yeah. So, about
2: nine years ago, uh, Joey's wife, Wendy, Sean Travolta, the daughter of the late Dick Shawn, Uh, she reached out to me and wanted to know if I'd be interested in teaching uh, film arts for their inclusion film company. And I teach, I've been teaching improvisation for years, since 1979, actually. So I was able to bring that process into this mix. And we go into a city for two weeks at a time. There are three of us teachers. And we, in each class, develop a three to five minute short film, as well as a one minute commercial or PSA. Uh, We come fully equipped with an incredible camera crew, an incredible editor, and we shoot these films within the course of two weeks, over the course of two weeks. And then in the fall, usually, they will each city will have a red carpet event where the kids get all dressed up and their Klieg lights and their limousines and there's a red carpet. It's just fabulous. And they come to see their films. And it's not just sitting down and watching three films and three commercials. There are also these wraparounds that we do that, um, uh, uh, for instance, one year, the first year I was with it, Joey played like a Mr. Rogers character. They called it Mr. Joey's block. And so we had this little set. He would bring in two representatives from each of the three classes and he'd sit down and talk to them and about the film. And then they'd go to a, a green screen and say, well, let's take a look at your film. And then boom, we're into the film. Oh, and he questions them again. And then they have a little have a little cooking segment and uh, things it's- like that. One year we did a takeoff on Shark Tank called Shark Bite where the representatives had to uh, pitch their ideas to the, the team of judges. And, and in pitching, oh, how that's how we got into the film. So we do things like that. Um, oh,
1: that's great.
2: There's always a premise of some of some sort too. And uh, so again, and we're working with people that are on the spectrum, people that's... with cerebral palsy, um, uh, Down syndrome, Asperger's, and they just eat it up. They absolutely love it. It's a great process. and And we're learning as well every single year.
1: You know it's so funny, Barry, because when I met you, I didn't know you that well, and I—I I mean, I—we I, worked together on the show a yeah. few times, but um, you are an amazing person. I mean, you do so much for so many people. You're very—you—you—you um, you, you are kind of one of my philanthrop. I, I'm trying to think of some, you. Just have such an amazing heart and you're doing so much for the kids. And so, I mean, and how do you have the time?
2: Thank you, Lisa. Um, how do you, it takes up all all my time.
1: I mean, does Cindy ever see you? Oh yeah. She, she
2: works occasionally from home. She's not working from home today, actually. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I'll go on the road for six weeks at a time and more. And then she comes out and visits of course, when she can, but it's what I do. It's what I, you know, I feel most alive, you know, doing is is working whether it's with joey's company or whether it's doing a play or or a film or television show it's it's who i am it's what i do it's it's my hobby it's my my vocation it's my avocation
1: your passion And i'm
2: happiest when i'm doing that
1: you heard uh charlie ralph's speech the other night on the emmys she said do just do it and don't let anyone tell you you can't do it just do it and that's and 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 that's so true. Yeah. Uh
2: the way to it's through it. Do it. I um I you know, I, I was fortunate to come from a culture and a climate that was my family, that was always supportive, always, always encouraged me to do, never stood in my way, never held me back, and my heart has always hurt for those who didn't have that kind of experience in their home for one reason or another
1: and many did many many parents were telling their kids i mean my grandfather mm-hmm. i told him one day i want to be an actress and he says oh you're crazy and i said and you know what i have to be honest with you i i kind of almost believed him yeah sure there were days when i thought i was inadequate that because of, of my desire to want to be on the stage. Right. There were days I felt, oh, you know, he's looking down on me and down upon me as in a in a negative way, um, you know, but this is something yeah. I loved so much. And, and uh, you know, that was yeah. what I wanted to, that was what was in my blood.
2: Of course. And, and I think they're most concerned with the economics of it. You know, our, our parents, or our guardians, whoever they might be, want the best for us. They want us to be secure, and more so in this crazy world, more crazy than when I was growing up and you were growing up. So I think that, you know, they were, though they were well-intentioned, I think they also, they got in the way of many people, uh, getting in the way of those who want to follow this particular bliss. I understand yes. it and I'm so fortunate that I didn't ha- I never had to deal with that.
1: It's so funny because when I was um working in my company as a matchmaker when I was working uh, meeting all these people there were several people I met who were doctors, lawyers and they were miserable. <laughs> because yeah. in their heart they wanted to play music. They right. wanted right. they wanted to be uh performing but their parents <laughs> put all that pressure on them you know what i'm uh, saying sure and you ha- i tell my kids i have two two daughters i tell them i just want you to do oh hello ling come here, i just Can you come i here? just i just tell pe- my kids i tell my girls do what come you here. what makes you happy ah, there she is oh <laughs> hello darling Hello, beautiful child. This is Ling. You, oh, look at that! Ah, face. She's, gone. she's gone. gorgeous. <laughs> but you know, I tell my girls, you have to do what makes you happy and what you're good at. If you do something you're good at, you will enjoy it more. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. And, and that's just—we just want our kids. I mean, at least I want my kids to be to, well. You want them to be happy, healthy. You know, all that. Yeah. Um.
2: It's, uh, so, may I? May I just say that yes, on that note? my my hand surgeon he plays woodwinds and he has a group called dnr and he performed a couple of weeks ago oh i forget the name of the venue but that's you know that's his bliss as love well it. he's I an amazing it. surgeon he did my elbow he did my wrist <laughs> and he I also mean, that- plays the saxophone
1: <laughs> i might need his name i think i have tennis elbow
2: Oh, that's exactly what I had, and he took great care. Oh, Dr. I need him, David right. Auerbach. Will you text?
1: Oh, I think. Oh, he's at SCOE.
2: That's exactly where he's. I at.
1: know him. He's great. Okay, so yeah. let me ask you a question. Sure. Um, do people recognize you? Sometimes,
2: and I, I've always yeah, found that. You got a
1: beard. You got a little gray. The you got that salt and pepper thing going oh, yeah. on, and occasionally
2: when you okay, wear a leather when you wear
1: a black leather jacket they yeah they, when i
2: walk out of my, my t-bird jacket it's a <laughs> dead giveaway there <day.
1: laughs> there you go so i wanted to did you name your cat after heatherling no
2: no <laughs> no although i adored heatherling i
1: know i know
2: yeah we're in you- touch
1: yeah Yeah. well no heather actually is my you know she was in the delivery room when i delivered my first child
2: no i didn't know that. oh yes
1: and that's listen you know she's a good friend when you invite her to come in and watch the baby come out
2: yes yes she's a sweet woman she took all the photos and her one of her daughters looks exactly like her emma emma yeah exactly like her spitting one one face yeah, yes,
1: exactly. Heather has the greatest kids, her daughters and her, her husband. Yeah. I fixed her up with her husband. Really? Yes. I made her go on the first date with Todd. Oh my
2: gosh. Interesting. Yes.
1: Can you believe oh, I it? I had a
2: big crush on her? A big oh, crush. Th- oh yeah.
1: I had a big crush on her. Yeah, right.
2: Who didn't? <laughs> yes. Who
1: didn't? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, so tell me, do you have anything else coming up?
2: Well, this production Besides of Yeah, this the production of "Lend Me a Tenor," uh, which, uh, if you go to the uh, International City Theater site, uh, I believe we open on the the nineteenth is a preview, and I think we open on the twentieth. It's in Long Beach, not too far a schlep from here.
3: Okay, about forty-five minutes down
2: by the aquarium, that Mm -hmm. huge aquarium down there in in um, Long Beach, and we play from the twentieth again. The nineteenth is is the preview through November sixth,
1: and then after that. Wow. It's a
2: nice. It's a well. Yeah, it's a nice run.
1: Nice run.
2: And uh, then after that, there's a little something, something in the works, which uh, I'll reveal.
1: Well, I may have to have you back on my podcast.
2: Okay, maybe, maybe. That? Yes, indeed. So, so yeah. So that's what's up.
1: That's well, that's that's exciting. You know, um, we do something on on my podcast. Uh, can we do this with you? It's like a little Ish. kind of a Q and A.
2: Uh huh. So. Yeah.
1: I want to maybe like ask you five questions that you've never been asked. Is okay. that okay? I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. you know what? The, um, I think my, I think my, my writer, my my writer, my assistant, Adam is. Are you here yet? Because he was in traffic.
3: Hey, I'm here. How am I looking? Hey. Oh,
1: look can- at you, <laughs> Ricky. Hey. Yeah. At I'm you very excited. excited. So Barry, okay. this is yes, Adam. Yes, yes. Adam, this is Barry.
2: Hi, how are you, Adam?
1: Amazing to
3: meet you. Very exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> you too.
2: You look like a T-bird there.
3: That was the plan. That was very. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all. I'm in theme here. my yeah. Jacket. Did my hair. I'm all good. So, yes, These earphones. Yeah. I don't think. Yes, these were authentic phones, to but... the 1950s. I did my research. Oh. I did all there my research go. on you, and um, yeah. really, you know, this is season two, Lisa. We're calling the segment Curveballs. These are curveballs. Oh, I know they oh, used to be it. questions. They're curveballs because curve they start out as, you know, going one way, and then they're going to take a left turn. You'll see what I mean All do. right. So, okay. But these are very – I did my research. It's all Wait, about, and that's you, about you. Are right. you supposed to
1: tell them that? Okay. I'm go telling ahead. them
3: they're curveballs. That, that's right. okay. That's right.
1: So, I love it.
3: Okay. Here we go. Okay. You once starred with one of the world's biggest celebrities, Barney the Dinosaur. In Barney's uh, big surprise, playing Professor Tinker Putt, What would you do if an asteroid was hitting Earth in 48 hours? I would sick Barney on them. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's and i he, he would blow that asteroid
2: up in a flash with an I love you. All right. The asteroid would stop in its tracks and say, wait a minute. I don't want to destroy this planet. It's too full of love. <laughs> All
3: right. I mean, you would Just know. You're his, you're his co-star. Okay. Seriously though, you're you're best known for your role in Greece. How do you respond when people tell you that they're traumatized from seeing your ass as a child?
2: Uh, the, uh, t- well, I would tell them this: that I too am traumatized because you know I think I need a new ass. Mine has a crack
3: in it. Okay. Good. Good answer.
1: <laughs> <coughs> Adam, the these are hey, good. That,
3: thank you. Was was that that? By the way, just for the record, was Adam, it really your ass, or did you have oh, a stunt mooner? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. 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 You did that your own really stunt? Ass.
1: Okay. Yeah. Great. Oh wow.
3: my own stunt ass. Ass right. stunt. So That's you were impressive. born in you were born in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, home of yes. the Amish. Did you ever get into a fight? Uh yes, I did, but not with an Amish. Okay. No, I got
2: I got into a fight with um a wolf. A,
1: a wolf. real wolf? I, I have no
2: idea what that means. It just seemed like a fun answer. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I'd like I'm, the uh, I'd
1: I'd rather see you having a fight with the Amish.
2: I know I, was... no, I, I, never di- I never did I never did i did I you know I never fought when I was a kid I, I, there was one time that I regret I was trying to impress a bunch of peers and they dared me to go up and punch somebody in the stomach and it's one of those traumas that kind of live with me like not a such a nice thing to do hmm. but now I'm venting by by talking about it low all these years later but I never got into like any fisty cuffs with anybody. I was beat up once but not that badly. Were you bullied? Uh, but I never,
1: were you bullied uh, when you were in school?
2: Not really. I was made fun of because I was in tap dance class and <laughs> my friend Bobby Mundorf, who I adored, but who was, he was the bully, but he was a good friend of mine. His sister was in the same tap dancing company or class. We do a review at the end of the year. And that kind of was the bug that bit me initially, actually. Uh, and his sister told, I guess, they were brought to see the review, or his sister told him that I was in the class, and he made fun of me, and that kind of traumatized uh, me for a minute. And now, that's ironic. Because I hope you
1: delete. I hope you. I hope you didn't uh, accept his his uh, friendship on Facebook.
2: Well, I, I I would love to. I don't know if if Bobby's still with us anymore, but, but these are people I went to grade school with. I would love to be in touch with actually.
1: Well, everyone, if everyone subscribes and watches this podcast, they can all see you and know how to get in touch with you. There you go. More questions.
3: Ironic? Yeah, the the if it's, I was just saying it's ironic that you know the T birds it kind of implied that they were the bullies of the school, um, and there were really only yeah, five of bit. them. Really, yeah. only five five guys in a in yeah. a high school in in California that all sounded like they were from New York. Yeah, interesting. But, but, then, but you figure what? that the rest of the school could gang up on them and take them down, thinking, but also yeah. there were five 30-year-olds going against, like, you know, 15-year-olds. So, As well. I don't know, maybe and, you know, also, the,
2: this, actually, the Scorpions were the, were
3: the bullies. They were the bad guys. Were they even in school? I guess they cut class because you didn't see – yeah. I, I thought they were from college, really. They never that went really, to school. They never yeah. went to school, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, here's one. Uh, the recent loss of Olivia Newton-John was hard on, on all of us. Have you ever been to Australia?
2: I have not been uh, to Australia uh, there has been talk our one of our uh, promoters uh, lives there and is in the process of getting down there she got us over to to uh, Liverpool for an autograph signing event a couple of months ago and we're supposed to do Edinburgh mm-hmm. next fall and then she's mm-hmm. a- attempting to put together the uh, the Australian signing as well at some point so okay. we' we'll have to see now with this latest. Um, loss, whether or not that can even happen.
3: Yeah. Finally, if you were approached to make an album with Sean Combs, you'd obviously be called Diddy and Duty. What Grease hit would you sing with him? Oh,
2: gosh. I would probably (laughs) sing one that's not in the one that's not in the uh, uh, movie, but that is, well, it is in the background, but it's my favorite song from the play, is in fact, Mooning.
1: (gasps) I spend my, my
2: days.
1: days just mooning mm-hmm. all over mm-hmm.
0: you. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yes, never. Right, oh right. my god, those were great questions, Adam. Great questions. Yes. those They're were great, very, man. very funny, thank and you. and uh, thank you. Oh, wait. Oh, I hear my producer telling me something. Alan, are you telling me uh is there somebody that's what's what's happening we, here? We got
3: a knock on the door, Lisa.
1: Oh, really? No. Who could that be? Barney. You think
0: you're the only one who ever sang mooning?
1: <laughs> ah!
0: I, I actually got to sing it on stage. Yes. Okay, <laughs> that's my bestie. That's Let's hear my it, bestie. Kenny. I- and by the way, here's my animal, <laughs> you know, I'm very, i very, had a lot of money.
1: <laughs> oh, that's good.
0: Look at you. What a surprise. Look
1: so at, Kenny, everyone. Surprise. This is, this is Barry's. Ba- I oh, I said you, Barry, Barry, got,
0: Barry got bullied more than he's telling you, because when we went to high school together, he had to, uh, he had to defend me a number of times.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. So you guys yeah. really have n- go back way um, back. Yeah, we, we go back to a swimming
0: pool in uh, across some of a golf course in 1965, where Barry was appearing for one of the few times in his life as a background actor. And my father was, it was, a, he was the production manager of a TV series called Coronet Blue that lasted 13 episodes. And, uh, my father always liked to pick locations that were near home or near places that he knew and he picked his own golf course. And the scene took place in a pool, and I met Barry, and the rest is his.
1: Uh, and we, we, and you, the three of us got to work together because in Pepper Street, which yeah. was, that's how I met. Well, both but but,
0: you. We, but I knew Barry even before Pepper Street. Then high school, and high school, what that generated is yeah. uh, uh, Barry and I played twins. In a musical version of *The Prince and the Pauper* in 1968, six came out in 1969. One day, Barry's manager Muriel Carl calls us and says, "Grab Kenny and go down to this audition on 42nd Street." And she never even she never even said my name unless she was spinning. And, <laughs> um, but Barry and I shared a cab, and we went down to 42nd Street. We had no idea, and uh, that we were supposed to be twins. And, yeah. But everybody, and, and, you know, when we were kids, they always said we looked alike. And yeah. uh, we were actually Siamese twins connected by connected the nose. Connected at the, but the nose, but when off, they cut us off, he, he got, got the bigger the, half. Bigger half.
1: You guys
2: could, should go on the road. We've been on the road. Uh, many times. But, you know, who is the, I think
0: the, the point to your story, though, Kenny, is who was in that film with us. Who, was, led in that, us the, to who leave was in that film playing the role that had been played off-Broadway by TV's John Davidson was Gene Buehler. And that's Gene. where we Gene Buah, who became our dear friend, and uh, uh, became kind of a, Barry was in his classes for a short while, and then dropped out to do his own classes. And um, I stayed very close with Gene and Tony until their demise. And uh, mm-hmm. I called Gene my mentor.
1: I think I I I do the same.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's I mean, never what you think it is. Anything can, think it is. Anything, anything can happen. Anything can happen. They- Yes, it's so true. It's so true. And I feel thankful and grateful to Gene and Tony for bringing all of us together uh, Mm -hmm. because it really was a very special, uh, Pepper Street was magical. And I think it was mostly because we were like a family. We were like uh, a family and much like
0: like the Grease family who, you know, Barry will attest to the people who were all former Greasers. We all talk to each other from time to time, time, see each other from time to time. Um, We are a family. and uh, the Acting for Life, which was Gene and Tony's organization, like you and like Heather that you were talking about, uh, we're all still connected and uh, yeah. and that's a good thing.
1: Yes, it's very, we have to, we, we really should do a reunion soon. We should, we, we should definitely uh, sit around the piano and, Kenny, you can play and we could we could uh, sing some tunes. We used to do that
0: every Christmas at Gene's yes. house. Yes, yeah. Christmas
1: Eve at Tony and Gene's but, uh, house.
0: He would, he, he, he would say, sit down and play. And I'd play <laughs> until my fingers were numb.
1: I know. And Barry would be carving the turkey with Richard Hatch telling him, "Where's the skin? Yeah, and he
0: would. And as as Barry alluded to, he would be slipping me the skin from the (laughs) turkey and just don't tell tell anybody. my
3: wings! Skin's the the best
0: part of the turkey. Yeah, I know. Um, And then Richard busted me. Yeah, you know, (laughs) dear, dear. And you're absolutely right, guys. You know, Richard Hatch. What a dear. For those of you who don't know who Richard Hatch was, of course, you may be. You know, if if you saw the original series of Battlestar Galactica, he played he played uh, Apollo and And, um, what a what a special, special human being. I um, I remember the last time Tony had a Christmas party, uh, he was there with his son, who was now in his 20s. And I say, you do you have any idea the effect that your father has had not only on people, the world, but people like me and how loved he is. And he looks at his father and he goes, I think I
1: know. And it's true. And, and you know, that was one of the last times we all saw Richard right. and we didn't, we didn't
0: even know he was sick.
1: No, nobody knew. And he was sitting next to my husband and I introduced them and he talked, he and his son talked to my husband, Rick for about an hour. And Rick came home and said, now I understand why you love Richard Hatch because mm-hmm. he is a wonderful person. He is a he's a such a has a kind heart and and is and his son, were, you could see the love they had for each other.
0: Oh, yes, it was it was it was just amazing. It
1: was so sad, I mean the whole thing when he when he passed away. Um well, this has been fun.
0: Yes. What a this, great surprise.
1: I don't want it to end. No. this is great
0: we can go up i don't know we can go all out uh, for hours barry what have you got this afternoon? You
1: know? we gotta have lunch together guys we gotta do lunch we do might... lunch! Can we invite heather? To lunch i'm, I'm never... inviting heather
2: i'll invite heather yes indeed as so long, long can... as it's oh, outside we... yeah we yeah we could also invite either you guys
1: could come here we'll sit in the backyard and we'll sit outside and i'll bring food in it'd be lovely barry I'd bring love cindy that. kenny bring that. whoever you want he, he, he there yeah, that's a like bring 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 her. I'll, or him I'll, or her I'll ride over. Let's okay, we're gonna we're gonna plan it. Okay, all right. Well love thank that. you, Barry.
2: You're so welcome. Thank I you. I love you so me.
1: much. And Kenny. Kenny, I love you. Too.
2: Kenny, and
1: I love thank you for this wonderful surprise, Kenny.
2: Yeah, great surprise. This, yeah. So this wasn't planned. Did you just popped in?
1: He was just in the neighborhood.
2: I was just That's in the great. neighborhood. You, know, you, you never know who's going to show up on these Well, things. you know, this I, is not a land of drop-ins, you know. I remember Don oh, Rickles, may rest in peace. Yes. Don Rickles used to say that Car- Carol O'Connor was the last of the drop-in kings. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who dropped in, in Beverly Hills?
1: I want to thank you, Barry Pearl, for coming on my podcast. You have you. been delightful beyond belief. And I want to thank Kenny for stopping in. Yeah, and good luck. Ba- oh my God, I'm a mess. I'm, good I'm, luck.
2: I just took another. Go ahead. I, I just took another screenshot. I want to make sure it goes. It's, it's, so go ahead. <laughs> you were saying. Right, right, right you okay. So how do I oh, this better? Is no, hold better? on one second. I'm going to get it. Hold on. I don't want to save that. Hold on. Okay, everybody, okay. smile. Here we go. Smile. Here we go. Okay. Let's see what that looks like.
1: Wait how that? What's in, what is this? Oh, it's, a, it's my net. Okay, take one more, Barry.
2: Hold on one second. Let me get this. Take one more. Oh shoot. Tell me you when want, you're, take ready. One more. Tell me you're ready. Hold I take on, hold on, hold on,
1: I'll
2: tell you when I'm ready. Here we go. You ready? Here we go. One, two, three, smile. Okay, now let's see if that took.
1: Tell me if that's good.
2: Okay, I will,
3: hold on. I, I got one too, Barry, just as a fact. Lisa, quit beating up
0: yeah. your microphone.
1: Oh, Sorry, honey, I was it fell off the thing. Okay, did I screw up? <laughs>
0: no. Broadcasting One Hundred and One.
1: Did I? Uh, is it okay? Did I mess up the sound? <laughs> You're,
0: fine. You're
1: good. Do we need to repeat anything? Do we need Everything. to?
0: Everything. Let's okay. st- let's just start over from the front. Take it from Pearl. the
1: top. <laughs> we should start over. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Start over from the top. I'll go backstage and you can say, "Here's Barry Pearl."
1: <laughs> okay. So what was I going to ask you? Oh, I was going to say something, but I forgot what it was. All right, Kenny. You stay where you are. Barry, you get lost. You, you could leave. No. Okay. <laughs> um, muah, 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 muah.
2: Thank you I'm, for having me, yeah. Shabby, Bobby.
1: I love you, love Bobby. Love you. Okay. Bye. Bye,
2: everybody. Bye.
1: I want to thank my guest, Barry Pearl, for being on my show today. And I also want to thank my producers, Alan Tuzinski, Melissa Leonard, and my writer, Adam Labarkin, my composer, Jeff Urban. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in. Until next time, leaning out.
0: Lean Lisa, Put her to the test Lean in with Lisa So get off your chest It's more than just a trend Cause everyone's her friend So lean in with Lisa Spend your time with Lisa Lisa's got something to say So reach out to Lisa
3: every day